Welcome to the Elevate podcast, brought to you by the Registered Master Builders. Each week we explore the ideas and practices that help us get the best from our businesses, our teams, and ourselves. I'm your host, Ryan Castle. We talk to experts, advocates, and business owners in the construction industry to share their knowledge, insights, and experiences to help you build a better business and enjoy a better life. Now let the business building begin. David Kelly, Chief Executive of Registered Master Builders. Welcome along to the Elevate podcast. Great to have you on the show again. You too. Uh, thanks, uh, Ryan. Good afternoon. It's a sunny day here in Wellington. So, Indeed. Well, what do they say? You can't you can't beat a good day in Wellington? Yeah, that's right. Or you can't beat Wellie on a good day. I think. Oh, there you go. There you, you said it like a local and I've butchered it like an Aucklander. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> hey, Dave, we were in a uh, interesting time in our... Uh, both economy and in our country, I think right now uh, we've got the um, we've got elections coming up. We've got some maybe uh, nervousness around what's happening in the economy. Uh, people keep talking about the R word. We've still got some of those high things like high inflation, high interest rates, which we know have a have an impact. Yeah. Uh, and we've also got an election not too too far away. It would be very interesting to hear your thoughts on what's coming up and. Particularly, I guess, around how is Master Builders trying to work with the various parties ahead of the election? Yeah, so let's start with the election. Um, yeah, we're, we're just on four months away from uh, election day now, uh, and it's looking pretty tight. Um, the polls come and go a little bit, and uh, you can't just watch or look at the latest one and say that's it, done and dusted, uh, because we know historically things will bounce around. And we are seeing political parties starting to drip feed some of their election policies at the moment. Um, so we're working pretty hard um, to get across to the various political parties issues that we think are important. Uh, no doubt that um, opinion polls are saying cost of living is the, the number one thing people are worried about. They're also interested, obviously, in things like law and order and housing, etc. So we need to make sure that we put across in a uh, in a factual and sensible way, what's important to the construction industry, but but why it's important to New Zealand and why should people care? Because it does come down to the things we've talked about before. It is the industry that provides the housing that we need, the quality at the right place, right time, all those things. It is the industry that builds the schools and hospitals, and that's something that's been much more on the radar, I think, this time around than it was last election. So those are the things we're focusing on and making sure that we're able to get that across um, in a in a clear way so that it makes sense and try and be positive about the opportunities. And also the contribution that the construction sector makes to our GDP, the, you know, essentially the revenue that's generated inside this business is ginormous, such a significant contributor there. And with employment, number of people employed in the, in the sector, uh, it's a really, really big play. I understand that master builders have been working on a election manifesto. Would yeah. you be able to tell us what that is and what we're looking to achieve with that? Yeah, so there's there's two or three things really. Um, one, picking up on your point, we do keep reinforcing to the political parties and to New Zealand and to the media the size of the industry because I, you can't assume that everyone keeps in their head what you and I and our members do, just how big it is. Uh, the third or fourth biggest contribution to our economy, if you measure by GDP, the third or, third or fourth biggest employer of people, uh, and and fundamentally important. So we do, um, we've got together, I think, much better facts and figures. We've also talked about uh, what's happened in the growth in the industry over the last 10 years and what looks like it's happening now and is going to happen next. 
And that's one of our key, key themes. So that's the boom bust. But it's about explaining why is this thing important? Because I think people hear it, but then potentially dismiss it. So what we're setting out really clearly is how important, how damaging it is, not just to the construction sector and employment, but how it impacts the cost of living itself in terms of the cost of housing, why it's difficult for people to afford a first home, uh, why the cost of construction keeps going up, and how um, the impact of boom-bust has a long-term effect. So that's one of our key themes. Um, also thinking about um, uh, a related thing, which is about uh, skills and capacity. So again, when we have these ups and downs, we lose people from the industry. Then when things are looking up, we don't have the people or we've stopped training. One area, for instance, it's, it's been heartening to hear what we've been pushing for uh, that the, the current government, the Labour uh, Party at least, has said that if they get elected, they would uh, continue um, the apprenticeship boost. And we would like to see all the parties because we think it makes sense. Um, just to give a bit of history there, Ryan, it was in the 1990s that the government of the day moved away from supporting apprenticeships in the way they were. We had 25 years of this theory that if it's needed, the market will provide it. Well, that has just failed. So what we're trying to get across is theory is great, but when it just keeps failing for year after year after year, you've got to do something different. So apprenticeship boost is an example of something that is working and we need to keep going. And so it's evidence-based apart from anything else. Uh, consenting is a big issue. Um, so both the RMA and building consenting. And um, the resonance I'm getting when we talk to the different political parties is they get it when we explain what the impact is and what can be done about it. Because I think the issue, the concern in the past was people, or political parties said, oh, well, there's nothing we can do about it. When you present positive solutions uh, that are logical, they say, oh, okay, well, that makes sense. Can we get a bit more detail on it? Um, and as it happens, uh, about three days ago, the discussion paper on building consent came out, which I think is... Um, there's a lot of good stuff in there, and we're certainly interested in making a positive further contribution. And we'll what we'll encourage all of our members to do that because I think there is a chance, and if there's a strong, consistent approach, we've got a good chance that whatever happens after the election will have a continuity. Uh, and that's the overall theme, I, I think. Um, Ryan is um, there are some short-term things we can do; others will take time. But what stops that is when we have this flip-flop. One party in power has one policy and then when they get kicked out, the others almost have a different policy for the sake of it. So we want consistency over time. So that's why we've expanded the way we've done things this year. Nice. Uh, we're starting to see election billboards pop up around the city and I was driving past one this morning and I was thinking, wow, it's so challenging trying to distill down uh, maybe an entire party's policy onto a single statement on a billboard. I'm like, I wonder how they go about their process of choosing what they're going to say. Uh, it would be interesting if, if we as master builders would put a billboard up to say, regardless of whether you're blue, red, green, or another color of political party, um, what would be the key messaging that we would have on our billboard? Do you feel like it would be those um, four points that you talked about, which were... Uh, you know, smoothing the boom-bust cycle, um, current and future workforce capability, improving productivity through the through the RMA, and also yep. managing the impacts of climate change. Would those be the yep. four key messages? Do you think? Uh, yeah, and I didn't mention climate change. Um, and 
in the area that we're focusing on there is um, what are the things that the construction side of the industry can do? And one of the key areas where there's been some really smart work done is around recycling and having a, um, a what's termed a circular economy. So what's the role that we play in that part? And, and through our Auckland executive, uh, they've done some really good thinking with the Auckland University of Technology, for instance. So again, presenting some of that um, as, as, as um, really positive things that can be done. Uh, and so they would be the four. The other part about productivity in the commercial sector is improved procurement, particularly from government. And that's been an ongoing process. We have seen uh, progress where, again, we and others have been able to talk about what's fair, what can actually be done. Uh, and so there's a big capability story that, that we're also talking about. So, yeah, you can encapsulate it in those things. And all of them have outcomes for New Zealanders. So when I talk about procurement, it's a better result. It's, it's better value for money um, because people do wonder and worry about uh, prices that just keep going up and up and up in the commercial sector. Um, part of that is because the procurement process is adversarial rather than working as a team. Indeed. Uh, I like how you've uh, summarised those, David. And I was thinking about uh, how we bring those forward. And I love how you're thinking about solutions that master builders as a collective are bringing to the table. Because in our uh, political landscape, I see all too often there's a lot of criticism, but not often a lot of, and how we would suggest we do it better is this. So I love the master builders coming to the table with solutions, not just uh, can you fix stuff, please, or this is what you're doing wrong. It's a really uh, re refreshing approach. Well, if we can't see a positive way forward, and if we don't put it in the in the terms that's actually good for New Zealand and New Zealanders, then no one else can do that for us. And uh, maybe without going into detail and uh, showing any um, bias, I'm sure you have none. Uh, have you found the uh, across the political spectrum open to discussion and learning about what's going on for us as a as a sector? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and and. Um... Uh, so we've we've reached out to more parties this year than we did three years ago. No, they really are interested, and, and I think there's two things we want to um, to get through. One is about our ideas, but it's also about credibility that we're also open to further discussion with which, whichever party, if they're struggling to understand certain things or they'd like our view on on their potential policies, and um, that's actually been. Uh, quite a positive response from most we've met with. They said, yeah, actually, we might do that. We might come back to you and just test yes. things with us, with you. So it's about that. Um, it's about credibility that we do know the industry and that we're not just out for our you know narrow self-interest. Yeah, fantastic. And David, we have the constructive event coming up. It's going to be in Auckland this year, coming up on the 30th, 31st of August. It's a, it's a marquee event for the industry, a real opportunity to bring people together right across residential and commercial, uh, get insight from experts, but also provide a great environment for people to connect. Um, following on from our election discussion, how do you think Constructive can help bring the debate and topical issues to the political landscape? Mm, so um, I think there's there's two parts to this year, um, or two, two broad themes. One is around um, the election, and we'll talk about the manifesto, some of those issues we've talked about with case studies and uh, people from the industry rather than external experts. Um, uh, but we'll also talk about what's the current working environment. 
you know, we've been through a long period of upward growth. We are in a period where, particularly in residential, uh, it's it's slowed down a lot and it's likely to decline. We don't know how long for. So uh, in terms of the political side, um, we've got Chris Luxon has agreed to come along and Minister Megan Woods, I think two really strong, thoughtful, intelligent speakers. Uh, they're not on the same day. So um, this one's first day, uh, not because we want to keep them apart, Brian, <laughs> uh, but both of them, are, I think, um, are, are really interested in not talking at the audience for too long but are very open to taking questions and, and responding. So I think uh, by the time we get there, which is 30th and 31st of August, um, they will be pretty close to the election, so they'll be pretty clear about what they're trying to do, but sufficient time still for us to hear and to influence them. Influence them. Um, but the other side is, from a business point of view, how do you work in the current environment? And we talked a bit about that last year, this year, uh, it's much more real, and we've got uh, some more concrete examples of things that people are doing and need to do to run their business and to survive to look after their people. So I think uh, we won't spend all the time on that, but there'll be a mixture of the two, but also with um, trying to think about uh, how do you come out of a more difficult period stronger and what are the exciting things that people are already doing that people can learn from. Yeah. And challenge always creates opportunity and um creates an environment where people are forced to think different differently and solve challenges in, in different ways. Um, so it sounds like Constructive is going to have some of that uh, forum in there to be discussed, which is, is great. It's going to be an interesting time because many of our uh, younger members may never have seen a downturn cycle before. They've only ever known excess demand. Uh, so there's going to be it would be useful to lean on the experience of some of our members that have been through this before. Um, and a constructive is a great place to connect with people right across the industry, right? And kind of yeah. get a few, uh, uh, a few of those battle hardened, uh, members from our community and just talk to them, ask them what they've experienced yeah. before. How did they deal with a uh, cycle that, where it wasn't growing? Yeah, we, we had, um, all of our, uh, our branch executive presidents and deputy presidents together last week for a whole day. Um, the last three years has been a bit difficult to, to do that, but it was a, a really good day, I think, of testing some ideas with them, uh, including some, I think, quite interesting things around your financial performance and how you measure that. What sort of uh, measures should you look at that'll give you a quick indication of whether you're doing well or not? And then what can we do to help our members? What sort of service so by the time we get to Constructive, we would have developed that further and uh, really want to share that with a broader uh, audience. And I can do a little bit of a spoiler alert. We are currently working on a very, very good uh, financial mm. program with Peter Cody from PwC, yep. bringing that as a program to the Elevate platform that has yep. that's in post-production right now, so it's not too far away. And yeah, we're really excited about what's being created there. We think it's going to be a fantastic resource yep. for, the, for the members. Oh, I think for, for the businesses that take notice and that engage in that, that will give them the opportunity to be a step ahead of their competitors. I'm, I'm really confident of that. Fantastic. And David, we, it feels like almost every time on Chief's Chat, we talk about the RMA and the consenting progress uh, process. We know that it's a significant element for our members. And the reason we talk about it all the time is one, because it's not something you change overnight, uh, but it requires steady progress over time, getting a little bit done, getting a little bit done. Uh, will that be on the table at Constructive as well? Yep. yep. 
so uh, it will indeed. And the consenting side that I've got already mentioned, I think we're making progress on that, and that's an area that we've been pushing for a long time. And there's becoming um, a consensus about certain parts. There are other things that we'd like to go further. RMA is more challenging. Um, I don't think there's a consensus across the board on what are the changes needed. The only consensus is the current process is problematic and difficult, uh, and we don't want to make it worse. So um, I think there's a there's a lot more to happen in that space. But I'm more confident about the building consenting. Right. Yeah. And David, uh, future thoughts. You know, any chance you'll be running for prime minister of the country one day? Um, being very positive, absolutely not. I think you might leave that job to someone else for now. I, I've got plenty of other things to be punished for, but I don't think that's that's fair enough to punish me with such a terrible sentence. Yeah, it's a phenomenal job when you think about trying to run an entire country, uh, yeah. and there are so many uh, opposing requirements, and every every sector of the economy would like more more money and. Uh, more yep. things to be done, so it's a it's a challenging environment. But we're very glad that you and the rest of the master builders team advocate for us so strongly with government and keep uh, the construction sector front and center in their mind. Because uh, we, as we discussed at the beginning, we're a significant contributor to what goes on in this country. So if we can keep making progress, it's only going to deliver good outcomes for not just us but for the wider community as well. Thank you. Yeah, thanks, Ryan. And, and it's a privilege to to have the opportunity to be involved in this work because it's something I, I care deeply about. Yeah, we can certainly see that in the effort that goes in, David. So thanks for your contribution. We appreciate it greatly. And thanks for the updates on what we what you'd see ahead with the election, how you're trying to engage the political parties. And then also with Constructive coming up, we'd certainly encourage people to get along uh, look up Constructive Online. You'll be able to see the agenda, uh, what's going on there, and you'll see that there's something for everyone, right? It's uh, whether you're a uh, one one person band builder or you're a very large commercial organisation, there are elements of that experience that will be a fit for all of you. So I encourage you to get along and uh, have your voice heard, and also yeah, connect with other people of our community. Brilliant. Thanks, hey, thanks, Rob. David. Appreciate your time today. Yeah, you too. Bye. Bye. Yeah. Bye.